right. Um, Ole, mate, uh, rejuvenate himself at United or is it false dawn? Is he still... I'm not he's sure it's either. I still think he's he's got you know they're winning again you know they're doing well they're turning up and playing well against the big sides but it's until they face the little ones that's when that's when they've struggled so you know the small the sides they don't get up for if you see what I mean are teams like Burnley and that they've never struggled to get up they, against the big six they bullied, they bullied City yesterday um, they it, it was as if they were the home team I mean. Does that suit their style, the counter-attacking style? Yeah, they definitely, they're much better at counter, and that's the problem, that's why I'm saying yeah. it. That's why they do so well against the big sides, that go and attack them, because they can get space right. in behind. The problem yeah, is, yeah. the ones they struggle against are the ones that don't. Um, Burn, Newcastle at home or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what's the, what, what's the, uh, the future hold here for Ole? That he's clearly going to, I think, He's got the job till the end of the season, pretty much. I think he'll last until it, until it gets really bad, and you know, unless it gets really bad, I think they'll just persevere with him because he's Ole. Yeah, and I think he's the last two results have. Uh, the problem Tottenham, is they've uh, lowered expectations so much; they're happy to accept the odd good win rather than looking at yeah. challenging they're no longer they're not even looking at challenging for the title or you know they're looking at challenging for top four that's how low their sights have got right, so yeah. you know he, and they'll keep saying they'll keep saying oh well he's using kids he's only got kids they're only yeah, but you're still spending 100 million quid each summer no but surely he's, I don't I mean, care if they're only using kids if he's spending that kind of money they should be doing better in my opinion I, I, I. The vision for me for United is that they keep him till the end of the sun. I, th- I think this is what happened. They'll keep him till the summer. They'll give him some money to spend, and they'll go from there. I don't think they'll get rid of him. No, I don't. I think he'll stay. But I mean, when you buy a world, you spend a world record fee on a defender. He should make a difference to your defence. Do you think Harry Maguire's made a difference to their defence? No. No, I don't. It's, I think it's he's, terrible. It, but was that an Ole signing? Was that he yeah, did he well, ask the whole club wanted him? Right. I just, I, I, I still don't made... get the big deal about him. I never have, as you know, and I I just don't understand I, I th- why they chose him. I don't understand why they went for him. I think um, Lindelof is the better player, to be honest. Um, now, I and he was. Third of the price, nearly at thirty million or whatever it was. Um, I think that um, he's had a lot of injuries as well. There's a lot of injuries to contend with. I give him that. Yeah, and um, but, you know, every play, every team can say that. That's what I don't get when we hear all this. If, you know, Liverpool had Allison out. Everyone told us he was the key to the, to us challenging last season, but he was out for all these games and we won him. Yeah, I, I. So you know, and and Fabinho's out now. He's supposed to be key, but we're we're looking even better. I mean, you know, there's Man City have had their half their team out, and they're still competing at the top end. I still he's, don't feel he's had long. It. I just, I still don't feel Ole's had a long to to um, make a final judgment on him. And I think this season um, will go. Uh, towards understanding him a bit more, you know, and mm. making that. I, I, I honestly feel that. I, I just think, you know, him... he just. His past record shows he's not that special. He's just not the right fit. They should have been looking for somebody who is the right fit. See, they but should then... have got Kike Setien or someone like that. But when. But the thing is, he he has a stay of execution because when you put performances like that, you bit rivals. It's it, that gives you a month at least. You but know, it shouldn't work and like that. that. It should be a long term view that like this team can only perform against teams that come out and attack. And Man United aren't supposed to be a counter attack inside. They're supposed to be a team yeah. that takes the game to other teams and wins. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that the. I don't think the uh, the thinking 
club is to get rid of. I think the club. No, no, think, they're happy with thinking him. of the club. It, yeah, I think the thinking of the club is to the keep him. The fans are behind him. Why would you get rid of him? Yeah. Are they really behind him? I, yeah, I didn't. They love, he's Ole. Most of them still love him. And then he pulls out a result like that, and of course, even the ones that are turning against him suddenly, well, you know, he's, you know, he's got a result like that. How could we want red? Yeah, but let's face it. Let, let's be honest, right? I mean, he's had his detractors. That was a performance and a half. Yes, but actually, actually, yeah, but that's like I said, it, it's a team that was suited to them. You yeah. know, they should should be able to beat teams who you're not suited to playing against when you're a team like Man United and you spent you put a world like I said world record fee on a defender you should expect more from a team than being really poor defensively they got more points last season under Jose before that game I'm talking about they had more points but were yeah. they were two places lower in the league under Jose but they got more points gotcha. so gotcha. you know it it's Sometimes it feels like they're doing better, but they're you know are yeah. they actually achieving more, or just yeah, the league's a bit weaker this season? Yeah, they're about they're around par maybe. All right, mate. Uh, let's talk about Gareth Bale and that um, <laughs> the banner. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was funny but disrespectful. I don't know what you thought. Well, if I was um, a Madrid I fan, think... I wouldn't be happy. I don't think he needed to But that's do just because that. I hate Madrid, I, I, so I'd be very miserable if I was a Madrid fan. I, <laughs> I just thought that was a kick in the balls. I thought that was well, a yeah, low blow. Well. But I understand why he's done it, because it's a song. That's what the Welsh Is fans it? sing to him, yeah. They sing goal, no, no, um, no, no, no. Wales, Golf, Real Madrid in that order to him. That's the song, the chant they sing about him. Right, I didn't know that, but still... That's, well, why do you think you... somebody had the uh, banner? That's why the banner was made. It's been something that's know. been I sung I for a while. Mate, international football is not my thing. It's not my... No, I know, but me. I tend to look out for the Welsh. Because my uncle's best mate was was um, Gary Speed, so I've kept an eye on them since then, you know? Oh, fair enough, mate. So... Fair enough. But it, I, I just think that... Football chant or no football chant, it, um, if somebody's paying you half a million quid a week, yeah, you don't kick them in the balls. You you don't kick them in the balls like that. Yeah, that That's was a, that was a mistake. Ball. That was a big mistake. But yeah. now and and now he's complaining because they're booing him. I mean, you know, what do you expect, lad? You must have known what was going to happen. Did he come out and apologise and said, "Oh, look, I've, I messed up here"? Or no, he's not apologised. Uh, that's, that's just, His agent uh, has come out and said he's not ecstatic about being at Real Madrid at the moment. It's like, well, not being funny. They're paying you half a million a week. You should be bloody over the moon. I would be. They can boo me all they want for half a million a week. It's it beggars belief the uh, the conceited attitude some of these players have. I mean, they are so entitled. It makes me laugh. It, 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 you can't, you can't do anything but laugh. I mean, half a million pounds a week, and you're not ecstatic about being there. I mean, how can you put out a statement like that? What is agents a dick? Any, any? Let's be honest. So. <sighs> All right, mate. Let's let's move it on. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, the Premiership CEO getting fired before he. No, uh, he didn't get fired. Job. He quit. Oh, did he? Okay. Of course, they didn't fire him. Bruce Buck even came yeah. out and said the reason he got he was so good for the job was because of his personal integrity. And that, he got fired for saying yeah. That was a month. That was like a month before. That's what they said when they chose him in October. Then in November, he's getting fired. You know, he's quitting because he's got caught being a sex pest. It's like, oh, you couldn't make that up. Or maybe that's what they meant by personal integrity, making him perfect for the role of CEO. Because <laughs> he's got none. That yeah. makes him perfect for the role of CEO of the Greed is Good League. He is the perfect role model for yeah. our footballer. <laughs> exactly. A sex pest. If only he drank and drive and, you know, crashed into one of his Ooh. mate's cars, he'd be, he'd be getting a double, you know, he'd be getting an extra long contract. The irony, eh? Um... <laughs> I did you read the text messages between him and this uh, lady? No, no, I didn't read oh, it. I, right, I, I, I assume they were just like the kind of thing you send me all the time, so I didn't see the point in reading them. 
my text messages to you have a lot more romance, by the way. Just saying. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, mate, I You're not exactly a poet, mate. Let's be honest. Mate, I put a lot of thought and, thought and effort into those texts. It doesn't show, yeah, trust me. It was, he was so trying when to you've get seen, all, I'm, all I'm going to say is when you've seen one penis pit, you've seen them all, it doesn't matter what what kind of mask you put on it or whatever, it, it's still a penis pic. Thank you. I've had enough. Just, mate, the only penis pics I, pick, I send you are pictures of you, so take that just as say, you. Could just say, you could have just taken a picture of your face. <laughs> it'd be the same thing. <laughs> I just said the same thing as you, you just yeah. said before you. So yeah, you're, you need to work. I on said your, it better. <laughs> your, no, but you need to work on your banter, mate. Um, She's just ripping off me up, dear, aren't you? <laughs> How am I ripping it off when I say it first? Exactly, because like, yeah, well, you know, you knew what yeah. I was going to say. Oh, well, I'm a mind reader now. That's what you're saying. Well, no, because you, you'd have that to makes, have a mind and a first place to read. That makes me. That makes me extra special, then. Um, You're certainly special, anyway. mate. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Man City and their half a million pound investment, and added another club to their portfolio. Yeah, Mumbai City of the ISL. Unbelievable. Eh? Yeah, it's they number eight. Stay, yeah. They just get. They're a juggernaut, aren't they? They're just taking over the footballing world. They still can't win the European Cup, though. And they still need to, and they still need a bit of false accounting to uh, up their income. So they, for FFP reasons, oh, not that they did that, of course. Uh, we all know that they were falsely accused of it because there's no proof. Even, no, actually, the only reason they're going to get away with it is because the proof was illegally obtained. Is the truth of it? Let's be honest. I think this this is a good point to mention Chelsea and Chelsea yeah. being aggrieved at their transfer ban. Good I thinking. Think. Discuss Batman. Yeah, because they obviously they got banned, but the same for the same um, problem crime. as uh, crime. That's the word. Yeah, as Man City did, but Man City didn't get a fine. Odd that, isn't it? Wonder why. Hey. <laughs> but this is it's this is Man City taking over football. It's. It, they are just so above and beyond everyone else at the moment financially, apart from PSG, clearly. Um, who, are, who are, I think they're Qatari as well, aren't they? What? The PSG, PSG are... Yeah, they're Qatari, yeah. but what's that going to do with... Yeah. No, but the, the, it's just... The money just absolutely taking over football. You do realise Qatar and Abu Dhabi is a different place, right? Yeah, but it's the same region, isn't it? It's not really. They don't. Well, let's just say they're not exactly on friendly terms, though. Same region, though. But still, it's it's not like you're saying they're they're mates or anything, you know, and they're working together, sort of thing. It's still oil money, right? Mm, to a degree, yeah. There you go. I left that. So. <laughs> Sorry, certainly is. Absolutely. I mean, how do you see? Is this the um, future of football that um, clubs are going to have feeder clubs and own other clubs? Yeah, sadly. Liverpool are even looking into it now. We had the discussion, remember? So, what's the. What's the? I know the obvious advantage is players. Uh, well, you can players move players around stuff. for you know and hide money. Yeah. This is the thing. Money. Go, right. Well, you've okay. got to go look at what happened with Watford, Udinese, and Granada. This is why yeah. it shouldn't be allowed. They should be allowed one club and one club only. End of. Shouldn't be allowed to do all this because what happened with right. Watford, Udinese, and Granada was when somebody bought Granada, they suddenly found none of the players belonged to them. They're all on loan from Watford and Udinese. Granada didn't have right. a single bloody player on its books. Right. And there and was a lot of false accounting had gone on, you know what I mean, hidden right. trails, because these players that were supposed to be on their books and then they investigate and find they're just on loan. Right. You know, and they suddenly, they had no... T- this is why Tony Adams had to step in and sort. Do you remember he took charge and all that? Yeah, 
He was manager of Granada, wasn't he? Yeah, he was only on an interim basis. He was just trying to rescue them because they were in real trouble because they literally didn't have a player there. He had to, you know, they had to sort it out. It was an absolute mess. It was a shambles. He's he's done really well actually. If you look at them now, he's because he's obviously not managing it now. He's just stepped back and he's working behind the scenes again. But they're doing really well now, thanks to like the work they've done there. But they were an utter shambles, and they could have gone out of business because of the way they'd been left. And that was all because Udinese and Watford were just they were just using it basically as a way to siphon off money for Watford, you know, to help them get better players without breaching FFP rules. And uh, Red Bull have been doing the same thing as well. Red Bull, yeah, they do it with Salzburg and Leipzig. They just shift players between them. But, of course, they're not connected at all. That's why they could compete in the same uh, European competitions, remember, because there's no connection whatsoever between them, according to UEFA. Zero connection. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because we all believe that, don't we? What are Liverpool looking to do in this regard? Buy up play. It's pretty much the same as City Group have done, where they just buy other teams, you know, in other leagues. I'm sure that we'd be looking to go into the American <clears throat> leagues, no doubt. Yeah, but I mean, basically, similar thing to what City done, but mostly it's China, India, things like that, you know, the big markets out there. Right. Was the first shot. I mean, I'm sure the MLS would be on, the, on there anyway, because FSG will surely want to get involved there anyway if they can. Just makes sense. Yeah, it's just prudent. All right, mate. Let's uh, let's talk about Zlatan's um, uh, statue being uh, vandalised. I, I, I wasn't sure which bit you were going to talk about Zlatan. I thought you. Were, I wasn't sure if you were going to have about his dig at uh, Ronaldo. Oh, I didn't know about that. What did he say? Well, he keeps having pops at him, doesn't he? But this time it was somebody asked him about you know going to. Would he be going to AC Milan to go at match up against Ronaldo, see who's the best, sort of thing, to him? And he said, he said the real Ronaldo or something. Somebody said, and he turned yeah. around and said, "He's not the real Ronaldo. The real Ronaldo was Brazilian. He's he's got oh. what's something about him having no balls or something. That's why he went to Juventus, where they always win anyway. Otherwise, he'd have chosen the smaller club or something." He said. Oh, I didn't. They had beef in the past. Yeah, they've been having beef since they played Portugal against Sweden in a um it was was it a World Cup qualifier? I can't remember. They played they faced each other in a in a qualifying playoff or something in international right. football and they've been at each other well, Zlatan's been at him ever since. I don't think yeah, Ronaldo's that bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he notices. Uh, he's too busy winning. You know, he's too busy winning things to care what Slatan says out in America. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Tell me about the uh, statue that got vandalized. He, well, the thing is, he's he's obviously he's a hero. Was a hero at Malmo because that's where he started his career. Now, and they got this massive three and a half foot bronze statue of him outside. Their main rivals right. are a club called Hammerby. Now, Slatan right. bought into AEG, Anschlutz Entertainment Group, who own LA right. Galaxy, who obviously he was playing for in the MLS. So right. he bought into this AEG. They also own part of Hammerby, who are Malmo's rivals. Like They also own them. So he didn't really buy it for Hammerby. But to, rather than just admitting that, obviously he thought, can't really say that, can he? I've just bought the part of the club. So he can't really turn around and say, well, actually, I didn't really want these. I was only buying into LA Galaxy, really. But yeah, he turned around and said stuff like, I've always really liked Hammerby. They've got great fans and stuff. I've always had a soft spot for them and all that. (laughs) So obviously, the Malmo fans have heard this and gone, you miserable bastard. How could you say that about our rivals? You know, it'd be like like Rafa taking over Everton and saying, I've always loved Everton. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I can't say that. You know what I mean? It's that yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, you just can't yeah. say that. So they've been. They put bag over the head of the statue, spray painted it. They've hung a toilet. They put a toilet seat on his head, and I think just yeah. keep vandalising it. The and toilet seat. Can, there's been. It's been hung on his arm, on his head, round his neck. <laughs> they just keep putting it back. Wow, has he come out and said anything or made any statement? Or 
not that I've heard. I haven't heard anything he said. So I don't know. Maybe he's just realised sometimes it's best to say nothing, isn't it? Let it simmer. Yeah. You know, let it die down. I don't know. Because do you remember That's when well. when Courtois joined um, Real Madrid? Yeah. Well, Atletico Madrid have this walk on their new to their new ground. They have this walk, and each every step has you know every so often they have like a. It's not a star. It's like a brick with the you know a, a, a you know former player, you know one of their favorite players, like one of their the heroes. Like on one of them was Courtois when he joined Madrid. It's been vandalised virtually every single game ever since. They get vandalised because <laughs> they hate him now. Yeah, um, I didn't know that one, mate. Um, right, let's uh, get on to Zamalek refusing to play Qatar in Qatar as it's not in Africa. Uh, geopolitics well, going on there. It's not just because it's in not in Africa. I mean, they've said why should we play there when it's uh, you know in Asia when it's an African Super Cup. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the Spanish don't moan about where they play their Super Cup. They play it all over the place now. But but right. they're they're saying you know it's the Confederation of African Football. We should be playing it in Africa. Yeah. I get that. But the other thing they said is the reason why they're refusing to go there is because they said Qatar is an enemy of Egypt. Right. And they've also said okay. they're very disappointed in, is it Esperance, the other team that's in it? I think it's Esperance. Should know. They're playing they in the Club World Cup, so it must be Esperance of Tunisia right, because okay. they've said they will play. Oh, I see. I mean, they wanted some solidarity. Yeah, they said they, you know, they shouldn't be, we shouldn't be playing it. And basically, they're saying we shouldn't be playing it in Asia because the fans should get to see it. Gotcha. A fair point. Yeah, because, I mean, it shouldn't be playing. It's ridiculous. How can it be an African Super Cup when you're playing in it? I mean, that makes no sense. It's a bit like this stupid Premier League 39th game thing. I mean, it's just nonsense. In America, yeah, it's silly. Uh, I've never been one for that. No, they make a they make a salient point, and I, for their sake, I hope no fan wants to go to another country to watch a a, a league game or a, a or a game. No, you know, but, I mean, just, you know, they say oh, it's so they fans could get to see them. Let's be honest, it's not. It's so they can make more money. But the the thing is, it stops being aspirational if you take it out of your country. Of course. It's, well, it makes a nonsense. You know, I mean, the Premier League, most of it's, you know, there's a huge amount of fans and paying a lot of money to go on. What You know, a lot of fans complain about the day trippers, but they pay a lot of money and they spend a lot of money to go along and watch the team play at its home stadium. Would they do, why would they bother doing that if they were playing in... France or wherever, you know what I mean, wherever they are, or Australia, or whatever, why bother spending the money to go on this day trip where they spend a huge amount of money on merchandising and all that because they can just watch it in their own. I mean, they just don't seem to get it when they want to, the ruling part, they just seem to think it about quick bucks rather than the long-term solidity of a league. Unfortunately, this is the way it's going now. It's all going to be, It's most of it is, Financially monit- uh, motivated, and it's uh, it's a business. But it's all about quick money, rather than yeah. It's all about instant money rather yeah. than a long term plan. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I hope uh, yeah, it really is. All right, mate. Uh, oh, uh, I wanted to talk to you about Costino Spria, <laughs> Hitman, and Hernan Crispo. Uh, yeah, which one? <laughs> yeah, they both sh- they both yeah. fire blanks. <laughs> Carry on for me. All right. Well, which one do I start with? Well, he's decided anyway. He's come out of his uh, well, his party and lifestyle long enough to actually sit down and chat to. I think it was oh, what's his, what that um, Bowser Armour, isn't it? He's been talking to the and goalkeeper. F- yeah, yeah the goalkeeper. no, not the goalkeeper, the big frizzy haired guy, wasn't it? Isn't it Bowser <laughs> Armour? He's been talking yeah. to. That was the goalkeeper, wasn't it? The one with the scorpion kick. No, that's a Gita. Ah, that's a Gita. Renault Gita, that's who it was. Carlos Valderrama that was the midfielder, the playmaker. Midfielder, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, he was a fantastic player. Real glided yeah. around the pitch. And Anyway, yeah, I've always yeah. been talking to him and he's, uh, well, first off, he told the Esprit, story. Of... Esprit, Esprit, Esprit has been talking to Valderrama, yeah. correct? Yeah, Tino Esprit, yeah. So first off, he was talking about like um, having to stop a hitman killing um, 
the Paraguayan keeper. What was his name? Oh, the one that takes a penalty. Yeah, because he was got because he's what did he save a penalty or something from and you know nearly cost and put Colombia out in a match or something. I can't remember the exact story on that one. And he claimed he stopped the hit ban. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why would the hitman be telling him he's going to shoot somebody? I mean, you know, this st- I just, I, with the spree, he's so, he spent so much time on getting high and drunk and that you don't know what's real and what isn't. But the Crespo yeah, one is the is yeah. the one that's better. It's he was uh, he moved to uh, Newcastle. I think everyone remembers that because a lot of people blame that for them losing the league that year. Because he moved, a moved yeah. To... He moved to Newcastle mid-season. Yeah, they yeah. brought in Hernan Crespo to replace him. Right, Hernan Crespo's playing, but not he's struggling really badly, not scoring. And Faustino Espria takes it on himself. He's got a day off from Newcastle or two, so he pops over to is it Sampdoria? He came from. Right. Yeah, uh, he pops over there. Uh, speaks to Crespo, finds out he's not, he, you know, his girlfriend and that are still back in in the in Argentina. So he he hooks him up with a beard he knows in in the in town, and lets him right. so he can score, and then he gets scoring yeah. again apparently. So apparently the scoring on the pitch is is linked to how much you score off the pitch as well for the striker, according to Atino Espria. Espria's. He's an absolute, and I, I've been to a couple he's of times. He's a, he's a legend, and he's <laughs> uh, they love him in Colombia. Oh, he's absolutely mental! Absolutely love him, and he's a, he's a, he's a he's a proper superstar there now. Um, he he, he did porn. He did. Uh, uh, he's an absolute. Didn't he do celebrity uh, Big Brother and all sorts? He's done, yeah, hasn't he? He did. He's done every. I mean, he's done. He's an absolute star there. They 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 love him out there. Columbia. It's absolute and, uh, nutcase, but he was brilliant footballer. He's, he's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant for, and he's great for a story as well. I love him. I think he's, I think he's brilliant. I think he's, uh, he's, he's definitely entertainment. He is box office. He is, and and he's fifty something now, and he's still a legend in uh, Colombia. And he's, he's still, still partying. Good for him, mate. Good got horse. Him. He's got a horse farm or something. He lives on. Mate, you want to see his physique? He's like fifty-seven or fifty-eight, and he's like ripped as pieces. Is he? Last time I saw uh, him, he'd put on a lot of weight from the party, and you know, good. put on a lot of weight where he'd, he'd gone. Mate, he's, he's still away. great physique. Still got a great physique. Um, all right, mate. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Mike Riley and him saying a few weeks back that uh, Vara had only made four mistakes. Yeah. Well, what's with the number four? I mean, that's the second time, because after the first few games, they'd said it had only made four mistakes as well. When we all know it had made hundreds by that point. And it's, again, 400, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. what is, is there an obsession with four? Is that like they've decided that that's a number that's not going to look too bad? But like also say, they, admit, they, we're not, you know, we know it's not perfect. I mean, what's with four? Think, it makes no sense. I think they look. I think they lost a zero, mate. To be honest with you, I don't know. It bears no relation to reality. I'm they, the other guy who came out, who's the uh, the other head of it. You know, the other guy involved in running VAR had said like a few weeks before that he gives it like a seven and a half out of ten or something, didn't he? Or is it an mate, eight and a half gonna, or something? Mate, like they're that. not going to. They're not going to turn around and say, "Look, you know what? This isn't working. We've really, really messed this up." But and, even Wenger, uh, the first, what did the first thing Wenger do when he got into this FIFA role? He wanted the touch side uh, uh, TVs to be used. Yeah, because it, he knows it's not Which, working. To so. be fair, to be fair, you've been saying for a long, long time. To I'm do not it. the only one. I mean, it's obvious. It's like you know, surely the referee's in charge. He should be making a decision, not not abdicating it to somebody in a TV studio. Some What's of them, Wenger's new role? I mean, if they te- um technical director or something. But I mean, what is that? Sh- is that a? He's got. Is that symbol- is No, it sim- no, is he's it got. Symbolic actual, or has he got some? I think he's got some power to develop uh, coaching and stuff. But 
but I mean, he's obviously got no power over the Premier League. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But any, so yeah, the thing I don't get with this not use if it's taken, they're taking so long. One of the things they say they didn't want to use it for because they thought it might take so long. But a lot of these decisions are taking forever. If it's a decision, they look at it and they can't go snap like that, make a decision. Surely they should be saying. You go and have a look straight away, rather than messing about with it. Then, if he, you know, then he can decide. Rather than if it's taken a while, sit there and keep looking at it again, and let's have another look. Let's have another look. Let's just try a different. You know what I mean? If it's if it's not clear and obvious straight away, they look at it and go, "Yeah, he's got it wrong," or "Yeah, he's got that right." You know, when it's one of those where they're looking at it, going, oh, "I'm not sure. We're going to have to have another look." You know, these ones that are taking like three minutes for a decision to come across. Just tell the referee to go and have a look. It's not any. It's not going to take any longer for him to run over to a monitor. It, what's that going to take? Ten seconds. Him to have a quick look. And if he's not seeing it, if he's not, you know, not going to change his mind on a quick look, just get on with the game. I mean, what's the need for this three minutes that some of these decisions are taking? I'd rather they got it wrong than get it right if it takes that long. You know. Yeah, because there's a lot of stoppage time now, isn't there? I mean, uh, because of this. Unnecessary stoppage time as well. And it's just boring as well, waiting for It's just like, uh, you know, when you're waiting for it and it's... And what's like, what's ridiculous is the players uh, celebrating twice. You know, they, Sometimes they celebrate they're not even they celebrating, score. are they? Because they're just like, they're waiting, yeah. oh, have I, is it counting or not? And then... When it does count, it's like, oh, okay, thanks. But, like, you know, you've lost it. It's gone, hasn't it? The moment's over. It's difficult. What, did, would you would you do away with VAR and just go back to he had like the, the referee making decision? And I don't think we should go back to that because there's so many mistakes being made. But at least no. this way, you're, you're at least the, the, this way, the mistakes are. They should be minimal, but they're not. But what I'm saying is at least you're eradicating um, illegal goals. Um, yeah, no, I've got, I, 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 you know, you've got to keep it, even though it's been a mess. It's just the way it's been implemented. Yeah. And in, given time, you know, they should yeah. iron these difficulties out. The problem was they just introduced it too soon. They weren't ready. But like I said, for me, the first thing I'd do is I'd change it so the referee goes over and makes a decision. If the decision isn't obvious and clear on a first viewing... If they look at it and they look at three angles of it on their, first, you know, because I'm not saying like first viewing is in like the first time you look at it on the, the normal speed. I mean when you've looked at it, you know, from a couple of angles and you're not sure, so you're gonna want to look at a couple more angles rather than them doing that. The referee should be called over and told to go and have a look. That way, everybody knows that this is a difficult decision and they know who's in charge. Because now people are like, well, who's making the decision? You know, and at least Why the referee knows how the game's playing. He's in the middle of it. He knows if a player's been, you know, being given it in his ear and is really getting pissed off, and so might have gone in there to hurt someone. He's got. A, he's a better judge of the character of the players he's working with because he knows how they're feeling and you know whether they've snapped. In the he might have a better idea. Say if it's a red card offence, for instance, he's he's there. Yeah. He's surely got a better feel of how the game's being played to know whether that's something that, like, you know, when he looks at it again, he says, oh, hang on. Yeah, no, that's, deli- that's deliberate. He's been getting really riled up in my ear. He's probably actually meant that, I think. You know, now I see it again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For somebody who's not there, you don't know whether they've been getting narky or not. Or <clears> they might have been just a, making just... a joke. They might have just been having a laugh with him and then two seconds later stand yeah. on him. Well, the chances are then if they've just been having a joke, laughing a joke with him, and then they've accident, then they've stood on him. The chances are it is an accident. Yeah. Whereas if the two we'll of them have been rid- going at it, I'm hammering tongs, and then he stands yeah. on him. There's a good chance he actually meant it. Or just get rid of Stockley Park and just have the pitch side monitors. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the problem with that. That would be. The best solution, I think, in the situation, because so taking on highlighting what you said, the, the referee knows exactly the culture and the atmosphere of the situation, 
and the mechanics of it and the dynamics. And then what you do is he can make that situation based on what he sees on the TV, on the pitch side TV, and get rid of the idiots in Stockley Park because it's not working at the moment. Yeah, I couldn't argue with that, getting rid of that. I just, it doesn't seem to help. Exactly. All right, on that um, harmonious, uh, let's go on to uh, the Sierra Leone player who said his uh, injury was due to black magic. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Juju, he said. Which obviously means black yeah. magic. Hang on. Yeah. Um, but there's... Uh, I mean, uh, in in certain African countries, people believe in it, and it's a belief that they're a steadfast belief that they have. He plays so, in Sweden. I'm trying, to find, sorry, I'm trying to find his name now. I've lost... Jurgarden, that's who he plays for. It's a Sierra Leone striker, Mohamed Boya Tarai. And he said he had a leg injury caused by jealousy because he won the golden boot in Sweden this season. Listen, mate, there's a lot of cultures that believe in uh, a black magic, I think they call it. Oh, yeah. uh, The evil eye. Yeah. Well, I'm superstitious, so I'm not like, you know, know, I can barely. I'm in no position to take the mic, am I? Like I'm superstitious. What what difference does it make if I if I have the Christmas tree lights on or not? But you you ask them if he, uh, you know if I should switch the Christmas tree lights off because we've been when we've been winning while they've been on, and uh, how many people on the site say yeah, switch it off? Because at the end of the day, we're all superstitious. It's you know we all like to think there's more to it than than there is. If you see what I mean, when things That's, go wrong, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, because you don't want to, uh, maybe you don't want the workman blaming his tools kind of thing. Yeah, you don't want to accept that w- it could be your you know, your fault. You might have had boots that were too small, so you've, rather than admit that you've, or you've tied them too tight, so you've caused yourself a foot problem yeah. or something, you look for something else to blame. Because, yeah, because all the ads was he had to pay, he had pain in his foot, and the physiotherapist yeah. couldn't figure out what it was wrong. Mate, this is a this is a society problem. We don't take accountability for uh, our actions, you know. So it's a it's a wider thing. Whereas I take a, accountability uh, for my actions because I believe that my actions actually cause difficulty for the team. So I do everything I can <laughs> to try and help the team you, to success. Oh, you certainly cause difficulties, mate. Let's, I, uh, let's... Yeah, I certainly. Make no bones, make That's no right. bones about that. Um, let's go on to. Uh, Do you know what we never mentioned with... during the racial? We were talking about the racist abuse. I just realised we never mentioned the the Netherlands. What they did in Holland after a player got abused. Remember in the second oh. division, and the top two divisions didn't play for the first minute of one of their matches. They didn't what? They didn't play. They just stood still for the first minute. While a message was up on the screens, you know, the scoreboards, like saying racism, then we don't play football. For just a whole minute, they just stood there. That's brilliant. Yeah. I'd forgotten about I forgot to mention that when we were talking about it earlier. That is, uh, I like that. That's one, that's one that's way. One way yeah, it's one way to get the message over, yeah, at yeah. least, that it's not acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe there is some light at the end of the tunnel. See, they can't do that at, uh, at Everton because they wouldn't know the difference. They don't play football anyway. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were referring to the fact that none of them could read the message on the scoreboard, but there you go. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, unfortunate news, mate. Ron Saunders passing away. Passing yeah. away. It's a shame from Birkenhead. He he wasn't the one that led them to the European Cup, but you've got to wonder whether he was gutted about because he left partway through that season. He won them the league, Villa. Sorry, I should point that out. He's a Villa legend. Like He also managed West Brom and Birmingham. How, how, he's the only one to yeah. have managed all three of them. Bitter rivals. Like. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And oh. Anyway, yeah, he, he led Villa to the, to the league title. I think he won two league cups with them as well. 
But when they won the European Cup, he left partway through the year. How how gutting must that be when you look back on it? He left on principle, didn't he? Because they wouldn't give him a contract that he wanted. And he was like, well, I've just won you the league title. I I, I feel I I deserve this contract. And then he just... They, he he left because they couldn't come to an mm. understanding. Who Just, was the who was the who was the Villa manager when they won the cup? Oh God, I can't remember now. They did. Oh God, actually heard it on the news when they mentioned he didn't. You know, uh, today. Ah, uh, I can't think who it was now. I, I and, and I only heard it today as well. That's really annoying. No, I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. He, he, it was just really a caretaker one, wasn't it? Wasn't Andy was Andy Gray there then? Did you know who it was? No, go on. It was Tony Burton. Tony Burton? No, how couldn't I? I wouldn't have remembered it. Tony Barton. I just googled Barton, it. Yes, that's it. Who? Sorry, I, I would never have known that. I would never have known. That. I didn't know until they said. I thought it was Ron Saunders. I always thought it was Ron Saunders. No, he left because uh, he couldn't agree a contract. Yeah, I know that now. Yeah. Like when I was because uh, when he died, I read up about him. Like obviously, and I didn't. I, I, I was like shocked. I I assumed it was. I'd always thought it was Ron Saunders who won the European Cup with him. I was so surprised I'm, when I found I out. I never, I never, I never knew Ron Saunders uh, managed uh, Villa. West Brom and uh, Birmingham. Was it Walt Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Midlands, uh, a Midlander through and through. Bit of an excessive um, fitness so, nut, from what I remember of him. May he rest in peace. Anyway, yeah. um, he'd been suffering with dementia mate, apparently for the last few years, which is sad. Because oh, that's a horrible disease. That yeah, it is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's unfortunate. Well. Hopefully he's in peace now. Um, Kayla Navas being hit by a projectile. Yeah, he got that when he was playing, he, playing for PSG against uh, Olympic Marseille. Those matches are horrible. They're the um, one of the worst matches in in like football. They are really violent rivalry. That is. So Paris versus Marseille. Yes, yeah, sorry, PSG versus Marseille. Yeah, it's one of the worst rivalries in football. I think I wrote about it. Didn't I do an article about it not so long ago? About the rivalries one. I can't remember now. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad and there's a lot of violence there. It tends to get, it tends to get a bit heated in that because it's like um, North East, it's North East South, but it's every, in, in um, France... Like 50, 60%, something like that, of all the money is in Paris. Like, so everywhere else yeah. is pretty poor, in particular Marseille. So they, it, there tends to be a lot of hatred for Paris among the rest of them. So, yeah, yeah it it's gets... not... hmm? and And Marseille is a port city as well. Yeah, and it's also, not doing those... well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been going um, through and... a lot of problems and that. And are they. And it's just always been a really bitter rivalry because, I mean, you've got to remember PSG and Nouveau Riche, like, um, to even more of an extent than Manchester City because they didn't even properly exist until 1970. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're, uh, yeah, it always gets a bit violent, but this time it was, it's normally, it's outside, like the fans fighting, but this time they... They were throwing stuff on a water bottle at Kayla Navas. I bet he didn't save it. No, funnily enough, he didn't. <laughs> Bless he him. missed it altogether. Mate, um, I'm just having a look at the Bundesliga table. Um, yeah, but isn't it um, Leverkusen Much and Gladbach, sorry. Much and Gladbach, Leipzig are second with, uh, what's his face, <clears throat> the golden boy of uh, German's uh, man, uh, so, uh, Coaching, what's his Nagelsmann. name? Uh, Nagelsmann. Yeah. Dortmund, a third. Schalke, a fourth. Freiburg, a fifth. And Bayern. Uh, no, Bayern, a seventh. I know. Hard wow. to understand why they sat Kovac, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> That's. The, I mean, look at. I mean, Nagelsmann's taken him to second. He could very well win the uh, Bundesliga this year, so that was a 
great move for him. So was and it though when you look at it and you think they should be, t- you know, with the money they've got, when Bayern aren't doing well, so you've got to say for them and Dortmund, this could be a missed opportunity. They're six points above Bayern. This yeah, but what already. I'm saying is and those Dortmund. two have to look on it. It doesn't matter how well Mönchengladbach or whoever is above them doing. Yeah, if yeah, they're yeah. not the ones that are top when Bayern are having a bad year, they've got to look on it as a missed opportunity, surely. Absolutely. Look at... But I would love Mönchengladbach to do it because they've got, they're a very, very historical European football side with a lot yeah, of... Yeah, that was uh, you, Joey. Yet, wasn't that... The famous Joey Jones. Yes, the the yeah, 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 the banner yeah, yeah, yeah. in the cot. What was that? No, that was Saint, that was Saint Etienne. Yeah, but wasn't it part of it? Was about Mercia glancing. What was it? Maybe, but in 1981 we played them. No, we played them a few times. They used to be one yeah, of the big teams. Yeah, yeah. They're a very fabled uh, uh, European side. Yeah, they so they used to I, be I've got huge. A soft spot for them. Yeah, they, they 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 like sleeping giants. So it'd be wonderful if they actually won it. I mean, I don't think I can't even remember the time they won the uh, title. So it'd be great if they won it. Um, Suarez's goal, mate. Did you see the back heel? Um, no. Outrageous, outrageous. Um, he said himself. Was it as good as Salah's uh, assist? Yeah. Yeah. As good um, as Firmino's no look assist. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Well, I, I, look wanna, it up. I mean, I thought it was better than uh, Son's goal. Yeah, mm. I know that, that, that's controversial, but what, have a quick Sonaldo look. running through half the team and across yeah. like three quarters of the length of the pitch, and you think it's better than that? My God, it must be some goal. What did he do? Back heel it in from the halfway line. Mate, it was from If he's not from the halfway line, it'd have to be to be that's an old goal. Mate, have a look at it quickly. Oh, God. Oh, it's such a. You're such a pain pain looking at a goal. Yeah, because I have to Google it, I have to type things. It's Suarez back heel goal. Yeah, it's just effort. Suarez and, and what's it say? Add to fucking what, sorry, language. Add to Q. What the hell has it gone? What has it gone to a small screen? A bloody YouTube. Shit. Messi! At the first touch, once he took the other one, Antoine was caught in between the devil and the deep blue offside. De Jong. But by Baba. Laid off Roberto. De Jong. Well, maybe it's not as good as Son's goal, but... No, it's nowhere near as good as... I mean, it's all right, like, it's a good (laughs) goal, but it's not, like... He's not run past 35 players and then put it in the back of the net, has he? He's just a back heel. Son past 18 players. A great back heel. It's it's a good goal, but it's not... It's not especially as you were making out. I'm I'm really disappointed now. It's kind of the it's kind of the effect you have. I mean, your missus says Mate, the same I, things. At least I'm consistent. I disappoint yeah, d- everyone. Exactly. <laughs> all right, mate. On that positive note, so you I'm don't want to. Do that's it. You don't want to do any of the other stuff. What other stuff? I've just, I've been talking to you for about fourteen hours today. What other stuff? Is it feels it? like longer. We don't want to mention oh. the reason why that the the protest in Holland. You didn't hear about it because they, it was uh, an Excelsior Rotterdam player. Um, was one minute when I asked you, is it other things you want to talk about? Yeah, but I thought uh, you had in this point, in there because no. I mentioned this to you about, and you said you had all this. That you know when we were talking about the anyway, what the, what happened was this the them, right. um, Excelsior Rotterdam player Ahmed Mendes Moreira. What he heard yeah. was people shouting things like Negro and Cotton Picker at him. And then yeah. Bosch, the team he was playing against, claimed that he just misheard the crowd making crow sounds. What? 
yeah. They said no. They would. They, that's that's what they do all the time. They make crow sounds at the opposition to put them off. They said. And then when they then they came back the next day and said, "Oh, we're sorry. We wish, we didn't realize what was that. What happened? We thought it was something else. We really were." <laughs> yeah, it's not often people confuse Negro and Cotton Picker for crow noise, is it? It's, mate. I, I it, it just, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm speechless that the that the footballing. Forget society that the footballing world accepts crap like this as reasons to uh, racially abuse somebody. I mean, is this that's not even a justification in La La Land, let alone uh, no, on planet Earth? They've messed that up badly. Uh, they were assuming he he heard a few monkey noises or boos, and um, were hoping they could get away with it. You know what I mean? There was a bit of monkey chant. They thought get away with this, or say no, they make crow sounds. Mate, I, I, honestly, I wake up thinking every day. I'm thinking, right, let's see what a low new low football can achieve today. You know, and it doesn't fa- it doesn't fail me either. I mean, it's just stupid, absolutely stupid. I mean, yesterday was. That guy with, like you're saying, at the City game, saying he's putting his hands in his pockets. I mean, and some people are will believe it. You know, they'll they'll they'll, they'll be they'll have reasoned arguments for them. To, you know what? He was putting his hands in his pockets. Yeah, Man City and fans will say no. None of us are racist, honest. Just admit to the problem. I'll give you. Just admit to your problem. Admit to the problem. And let's try and tackle it yeah. instead of these pathetic, uh, like excuses. Like they're just not even worth the printing. It's ridiculous. You know. Isn't it? And what about? Uh, well, Absolutely. we haven't even mentioned the uh, Thiago Silva. You know the PSG's Brazilian defender. Do you know him? Yeah. No, he, I don't know Thiago Silva. But go on. Well, I don't know because your knowledge of football is, you know, quite shocking, really. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sure. like he, he was complaining after Brazil beat got beat by Messi by Argentina. He was complaining that uh, Messi was influencing the referee to get favourable decisions, which I'm sure none of us could believe that. I mean, Messi, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was saying he's saying a lot of players saying in Spain he does the same thing, and that. And he also had a go at him because he told did you, you must have seen it. He told Tite to keep quiet. Remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you've got to understand, so I haven't watched much football. Well, I've watched all the Liverpool games, but I haven't watched much much of anything else. So, yeah. But I do remember him having a, having a go at Tite. Yeah. And this was in Miami, was it? Yeah, in Miami, it was wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was Brazil, uh, Spain in Miami. No, Brazil, Argentina. Argentina, Brazil, Argentina. In, uh, I don't know where you think. Uh, I know Messi plays for Barcelona, but that doesn't make him Spanish, mate. That's that's been, that's me being prejudiced now. <laughs> well, I'm not saying anything like that because yeah. he'd upset them there because they'd say they're Catalans. Cause remember, Petit's been complaining about being, they're racist to him. Did you hear that one when he was in Barcelona? He was only there a year. Like he'd been complaining right. they were racist to him because he didn't speak Catalan. Oh, Emmanuel Petit? Yeah. Yeah. I don't expect him to pick up Catalan. No, but he's he got only... told he wasn't he was learning Spanish and they told him not to learn Spanish, he's got to learn Catalan. Oh, Catalan, right. And he reckons gotcha, they gotcha. told that he reckons gotcha. they were being racist to him while he was there as well because he didn't because he wasn't from Catalan like. Well, you've got uh you've got a, a a knowledge of Spain as well. I mean, I mean, are they Tiny. The, not really Catalan, but yeah, that's my mum and dad lived in Andalusia. It was a bit different, but there's they speak Andalus and there. They don't really they speak it. They just speak it a bit differently rather than Spanish. It's still gotcha. virtually Spanish, virtually slightly different. I mean, right. they don't say Cadiz, yeah. Cadiz. They say Cardiff. Okay, gotcha. That's true. When my mum and dad first got, I must have told you this story. They went. They thought they were getting a coach trip because me, me dad's um, family, a lot of them live yeah, in Cardiff, and yeah, 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 and they thought they were getting a they coach trip to Cardiff. Coach <laughs> yeah, coach trip. Yeah, this would be a nice day trip. Go and see the family, like. 
Uh, and then they got to Cadiz, and they're like, oh, what the hell, this isn't Cardiff. But, yeah, they just pronounce it wrong. That's hilarious. What's, uh, no, what's next on the agenda, fella? Um, Dixon Atuhu, his match-fixing. He got found guilty of match-fixing. And both him, and, you know, his defence attorneys and that, and the prosecution said they're going to appeal. Because they didn't think it, the oh, prosecution boy. don't think his his sentence was tough enough, and he's appealing because he doesn't think he should be found guilty. Bloody hell! That's you remember like him? He used to play for Man City, Sunderland, Preston, Fulham. Apparently, he tried to influence a Swedish goalkeeper. So it was initially because he was initially acquitted, then found guilty on appeal. And now they want to fight it. They want a longer sentence. They think he's got off too lightly. What was it? What was the sentence? I'm trying to look see what it was. I'm trying to find it now. Uh... God, so much has happened in the last five weeks. Yeah, this, that's why I've, I've missed that a bit off when I've copied it because I've just grabbed a few, you know, um, copied and pasted a few things in to to talk about, and I've lost that bit. I've missed that bit off it. Thinking. Idiot! I've I'm just. Uh, I'm just. Oh. Doesn't really just, matter anyway. They're they're just appealing for a longer one. I'm just uh, 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 taken aback that you've done some research. Well, you, got... you know how it is. I like to do my research. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. My first pod back. You like? You like? I had to be prepared. <laughs> there was away. so much happening. I thought we're never going to remember it all. What about exactly. Ben Teke? You must have remembered him getting. He's been caught again speeding. I, hard to believe he was speeding. Ah. <laughs> I know. Of all the people in the world, you would have thought get caught speeding. Christian Benteke wouldn't have been number one. But he was his clocked. crime is that his crime is standing still and not yeah, speeding. Exactly. But no, met- twice he got caught at, dri- at driving fast, too fast, and he's not. It's not the first time either. It's a many a time. But he was pulled over. He was at, go doing more than eighty mile an hour in London. First off, in the fifty zone, he was doing eighty mile an hour. He was clocked. Then a couple of months later, on the same stretch of la- r- road, but in a forty mile per hour zone, he was caught at eighty nine mile an hour. And then in a thirty mile per, per hour zone, a couple of months later, he was caught doing sixty four. He already had nine points on his license. Mate. I, I I cannot understand how Christian Benteke is on a hundred. I I I don't get it. I mean, he hasn't scored ever in the last. I don't know how many appearances it is for. Let me Google that. When's the last time Christian Benteke scored? Google says nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just before he signed for us, I think. It was the last time he scored, wasn't it? He needs to, what he needs is Tina Wispria to set him up with a bird he knows. He'll be all right, Dan. Maybe Roy Hodgson could set him up with one of his mates. It's all right. She's, just when she takes her cardigan off. He's going to have to be ready to catch. <laughs> Things are going to go south. <laughs> they'll probably they'll be tucked into her socks. Don't worry about it. Bloomers, so long. Oh God, let's carry on, mate. Come, change your subject. I got me. I got bang, mate. I got visuals. Change. Um, carry on, carry on, I don't know. Um, we mentioned Thierry Henry's back in football. Head coach Montreal Impact. Uh, <laughs> David V is retiring. <laughs> I'm trying to change the Oh, Danny Rose, that's a good one. But he said, you know, we were talking about how bad he was earlier. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, you've corpsed. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, now we're gonna have an hour of you laughing, this all gonna have. Carry on. 
Uh, I was just going to say, what about, we were talking about how crap Danny Rose is earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he even admitted it himself. He said the club were trying to get rid of him all summer, but nobody wanted him. (laughs) Mate, I can't anymore. <laughs> Should we just call it there? Because you're not going to stop laughing. There's nothing but you Roy Hodgson! <laughs> Roy Hodgson's mate! <laughs> God, that is so funny. Roy Hodgson's mate. Mate, I've got to go. Yeah, we'll have to stop. <laughs> oh, stop, mate. Stop. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> right, we're just going to call it there. See you next Thursday, yeah? (laughs) See you next Thursday, mate. (laughs) Bye-bye.